everybody. Uh, bonus episode intro. Another special edition. Moses on patrol. That's it. Moses on patrol. We've got, got some good ones in. Actually, even got a callback in this one. You know, the old uh, stand-up comedy callback when you drop a bloody joke in at the end that relates to the start. Yeah, you know that thing? Mm-hmm. Your mate Joe Rogan was talking about it the other day. But, uh, yeah, now there's a mention of a certain bloke in episode in the first instalment, which will also come back into the end. <laughs> So that's pretty cool, but we've yeah. got uh, Craig Issel talking about his wonky lines pinstripe and his mad passion for hot rods and customs. Well, I reckon he reckon he might need to come and do some work on the Chev, I reckon. Yeah, no, well, there you go. We'll call him out, mate. He'll, he'll happily travel up the road with his little coffin full of paints. Tim with the gold Trans Am that makes us smile around Ballarat yep. fairly often, and you'll He's hear got about... A, got a fan in the young bloke there. Oh, yeah, mate, that firebird. And again, he convinced him he, he thought he wanted a black one until he found that gold one. Mm. Uh, Ripper car. And young mate, uh, Brenny C, who... Got shouted out at one stage by the thong slappers in their bit of a moot roundup. Uh, so, yeah, got to touch base with Brenny, find out where he's at with his little two roads to pick up and his squire wagon. So, that'll be the three episodes. We're real happy to see these ones come out. So, mm. yeah, it's good having these little bonuses in the, in the background for these sort of occasions where we need an extra episode so yeah no it certainly is i plan to keep gathering them up every now and again i sort of just go oh we've got two out of three i better go and get another one yeah no all up to date and again if i don't ask you and we're out and about and you want to do your eight questions just give me a nudge you know? yeah it's been, <laughs> been a bit slack been to a couple of shows and we haven't been speaking to anyone we've just been caught up in the moment and wandering around checking our cars yeah um, that's it and i think other people too have been doing that because Usually people are sort of relatively close to their cars. Yep, that's if it. If not sitting next to them and um, haven't really been any of that lately. So no. uh, anyway, we'll no. get there. Yeah, anyway. no, that's it. We'll start to gather a few more up. But uh, otherwise, yeah, enjoy this uh, latest instalment of our Roaming Moses. Okay, here's Moses doing another Roaming Moses. Here with Craig Issel in the... Uh, European studio, which, yeah, the Renault traffic, I suppose, that instead of being in the Nasher studio. How yeah, are you just, going this morning, Craig? Oh, good, but this is a bit of a step down. Yeah, Nasher's Nash missing. Oh, yeah, but I might have tried to compel you to do some painting on it too. No, I'd have got you a bit distracted from it, your progress at the moment. It could happen. <laughs> Easily distracted. Yeah, still working pretty hard on your take of a high school hot rod. Yes, Yeah, yeah we no. do. We'll get to that in this, and uh, this is our uh, Never Late Eight, where we sort of dig a bit deeper and ask you a few questions about your car life. Cool. Yeah. So, as we usually do, mate, let's start out with your first car memory. I'm imagining it'll be a bit family-related, but well, yeah. when the first time you realised that cars were what you were probably going to end up spending your life being into. Oh, just, yeah, as a, as a young junior burger, just, yeah, with... Mum and Dad working on the 57 Chevy, going to car runs in the 57 Chevy, Street Road National, Chevy Nationals, everything was 57 Chevy in, in my world. No, that's awesome. And uh, yeah, all our listeners will be knowing that 57 Chevys just keep coming up in our conversations all the time. Not a bad thing. No, not a bad thing at all. And Mum's still got that car, eh? Yes. Lives in yeah. my shed presently. Lives in your shed and got easy access to it and options to use it whenever you want to. Yeah, it'll be family car forever. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And actually, that's even that. Now, what's the, we, we don't know the name of that colour. It's, it's Mercedes Green. Mercedes when Green. When Dad first built it. Yep. And since it's been refreshed, it was refreshed for 
my wedding 16 years ago by Baden Roberts. Yep. It's now a FC Holden colour. Oh, I'm not yeah. sure of the, the name, but it's a yeah. you know, pale green off an FC Holden. Yeah, because there was a Chev colour, that that colour too. There was a 57 Yeah, colour. more of an olive very colour. Yeah, yeah. Very similar in first glance until yeah. you get the two together. Unless you know a lot about paint. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Nah, very cool, mate. 57 Chevs in the first car memory. Bloody, that's a win already. Now, um... What was your what was your first car? So forty eight Anglia pickup. Yeah, forty eight Anglia pickup. I can see it from where I'm sitting. Yep, got it at <clears throat> age fifteen, and drove mum drove it for a couple of years till I got my license. I drove it for a couple of years once having my license. Pulled it off the road for one of the famed quick freshen ups, <laughs> and uh, yeah, at age forty one now it's still not finished. No, it's still not up, not done. But geez, it's had some tweaks and some changes. Oh yeah, it's not one. One thing on that car that hasn't been tweaked to my style. Yeah, no, absolutely love it. And at the moment, it's way too busy building other things next to it. It just, it got to a point where it screened money. Yeah. And that is one car I promised myself I would never, ever shortcut. Yeah. So it'll it'll just sit until it's time's right. Till it's done right and time's right. That sounds great, mate. It's sort of interesting as I sit here because I know that the Roadster's there and I know that the new little buddy U-Butte-T's there and we've got the Anglia sitting there. So what's the favourite car you've owned? My Roadster. Definitely 100% your Roadster. my Roadster. There's <laughs> <laughs> no question. Yeah, no, we, we see the smile on your face. But uh, to the uninitiated, do you want to tell us a little bit about that Roadster? Uh, 28 A-Model Ford Roadster. We've got the body for... Christmas from my parents in 1994 as a, a rough body and lots of pieces. Yeah. Got the chassis New Year's Day 1995 from my grandfather. Yeah. Which was an old hot rodders chassis. Been in his shed for many, many years. Yeah. And my hot rod was too much distraction for school, so I was forced <laughs> to, to shelve it until school finished. And then yeah. with the announcement of the 99. Street Rod Nationals coming to Geelong. Yeah. Three months to go. The plan was in motion that the car will be there. Yeah. So hardest work slog of our life. We we got it there as a, a rolling painted unfinished car with a, a flathead in it. Yeah. Then three months later on the road, drove its absolute guts out. Yeah. Then when the flathead got to the point of it was very, very worn out. Yeah. Um upgraded to a blown small block Chevy, the three twenty seven. The 471 on it, mm. and then yeah, over the years that's progressed to it's now 383. Yeah, still supercharged and <laughs> still love it the bits. Oh yeah, yeah the l- latest incarnation. I don't think I've ever heard it as nasty as it is now. Oh, it's good fun. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know when your hot rod's got the potential to scare the crap out of you, you've gone far enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's it. And as I say, one blip on the throttle and the whole thing just flexes like it's ready to go. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> sweet as. And, and sharing the joy with the daughter too. Yeah, the, the kids, the kids, kids love it. They come come with me. They come cruising. It's yep. always a an argument as to which one gets the passenger seat. Yeah. They've even started now talking about which one's going to get it when I die. Anyway, I, think, I think they've got plans for me because they want the car. <laughs> I reckon I've got some photos I could probably still find on my phone with you and Heidi sitting on it on the day of her cruise. Yes. Um, yeah, and I reckon one of those photos where you're just sitting at the lights talking to each other as you're about to round the corner and see how many turned up at the meet point. That's a pretty yes. yeah, priority parking I had sitting behind you in that moment, I reckon. Yes, no, it was, it was a golden moment. I'll never forget that. The 
the yeah. look on Heidi's face when she saw the numbers of support for yeah. for playing hot rods and Harleys. Yeah. Is, yeah, that was that was amazing. Yeah, and it, and I think it filters down too, like I said to you at the time too. It's you know, it's an indication of who you are and the way you've carried yourself that ever, so many would just be there to support, you know. Uh, it was very overwhelming to see that we had the support because yeah. It wasn't something that we thought would happen. Yeah. We, we knew we'd get some support, but yeah. to get what we did, that was, yeah. it's still, a couple of months later, it's still overwhelming. Yeah, I'm sitting here with bloody tingles just mm. thinking about it myself, just vibing off, you know, great crew and a great time. It was unreal. It's got me inspired to fire the roadster and go cruising now. <laughs> <laughs> like the sound of it. So I suppose, like, considering you've still got your first car, you haven't had any, like, regretful sales there's nothing you've sold that you... oh, i have oh yeah okay well let's get into your regretful sales slash missed opportunities oh, i had a 38 willy sedan one stage it was farm fresh yep um came about at the when the first geelong nationals were going to be held at the showgrounds yeah geelong street riders were approached to do we want to put some cars on display to um Show the general public this is this is what's coming. This is what the nationals is. Yep. So I was there in my Anglia, dad in his A model Tudor. A guy approached me and said, oh, "I've got this old Willie sedan on my property. Might be good for parts for someone." Yeah. So I took his details and dwelled on it for a couple <laughs> of days and um, rang him up. Said, "Look, I want to have a look. Make sure it's what you say. It's not a a Morris Major." And I've told people that's it, something cool. Yeah. So I went out there. This, this guy's. He's bracing me for the worst. It's almost like a relative had died. He's like, yeah. this thing's absolutely naked. Like, there's not, it's just yeah. just yeah. some parts. So, all good. Walk around the corner and yeah, I had to try and keep the poker face because there was a complete 38 Willie sitting yeah. in there. So, I had a look and it was everything that my little heart wanted. Yeah. So, um, I asked him how much he wanted. He said, it cost him two slabs if he gets his 50 bucks. He's happy. <laughs> so it, it flew out like it out of my wallet, like it had wings on it. Yeah. And um, so I ended up, I got the car and loved it to bits. Did nothing with it other than had a, a dream in mind of where I wanted to go. Yeah. I wanted to do a, a very, very tough Pro Street Willie's Woody, but commitments of nowhere to store it and yeah. it came to be. So it ended up living at a friend's place. Yeah. And it wasn't fair on them to say store my car forever. Time came, had to move it on, and yeah, Steve Costa from Backsmarsh was the one that actually ended up with yeah, the car. Yeah, but as much as I never did anything with that car, it's it sucked my guts out from the moment I haven't had it. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. do silly things and yeah. we learn from them. Yeah, we move forward through it, and yeah, you know, yeah. As say Simon Clark again, you can sell things, you can't always get them back. No, yeah, so. but the dream is there, and I've that dream will be the same build dream will be put into a different vehicle. Yeah, yeah, no, perfect. Um, getting down to number five, we also uh, move on to the type of events, but I just can't get past the idea of seeing that road. So just covered in mud, out it chopped. That's, that's probably been a highlight moment for that car. That's what we do. Yeah. Just, if there's a chance of playing that car, I don't care if it's chopped or a restored <laughs> car run. Yeah. If there's a chance of playing my roadster, I'm in. Yep, you'd be at Anderson. Yep, I'm. I'm not into static shows. I want yep. things where I'm. I'm in the car and yeah. lapping it up. Yeah, no, you were driving, and I suppose that's the other one too. You were saying to me about um, when your Anglia was at its first event and was just running a little bit tight time, and someone afforded you an opportunity to just jump into another car, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, my 
was that my license exactly one week driving yep. to Naranda Rod Run? Yep. And my little Anglia had a four cylinder Toyota motor in it, and about halfway to Naranda, something decided that it wasn't a happy little Anglia. Yep. And there's more smoke than you could imagine coming out of this car, <laughs> but I'm in my hot, in my hot rod, license yep. a week. It's happening. Yeah, We're going. There's no stopping. We're doing. It's like the level's pretty high. Yeah. And I got to Naranda and cutting laps and putting about a litre of oil in it every 15 or 20 minutes because we're just blowing it straight out. Yeah. This guy came up with a an F100 and he, he, he tapped me on the shoulder. He goes, for Christ's sake, give this little car a rest. It's <laughs> it's it's tired. He goes, here's the keys to my F100. Yeah. Don't come back to the end of the weekend. Yeah. So I spent a weekend cruising in this guy's F truck and he flat out refused to take any petrol money, wouldn't take the car back until the rod run was over. Yeah. And I had the time of my life. Yeah. Like, it ended up being Brendan Christie's dad, I found out. Yeah. Later yeah, on. Yep. And that car's actually getting a revamp. Yep. Right now too. Actually on messaging from Brendan last night and I was saying I'd just love to get his dad in for for a chat as well because, you know, they're the things, that's that paying it forward thing. You know, you're always paying forward to all the blokes that have, you know, given you an opportunity, all the people you've learned and grown through. You know, I see you shouting them out all the time, you know. I've you know. never had the chance to, to bump in him again yeah. since that Narandra. But the the gratefulness has never left me. Like yeah. if I if I bump into him now, I'd shake his hand profusely. I'd be like he he made my my yeah. weekend. Yeah, no, that's brilliant, and that's such a part of the hot rodding culture too. You know, yeah. look, I mean, another shout out to old mate Gerald for just throwing the keys at so many people. But we say that's how you build hot rodders. Yeah, you know, so nah, that's really good. Okay, well, let's talk about the um, the current cars because. You know, basically, I know there's the three that I can see from here, and we've covered the uh, we've covered the roads to pretty well. But let's cover this little high school hot rod. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about the new build? Oh, twenty three T roads to pick up. Yeah, um, started with a very very floppy T bucket body. It's mounted on a A model chassis. Yeah, um, stove bolt six out of a fifty Chevy truck with a four speed manual behind it. Yeah. Uh, Jail bar diff that came out of a show car in the 60s. Uh, 35 Ford front end. Yeah. It's just 100% built to look like a high school kid. Drove it in the 50s. Drive it all week to school, race it Saturday, fix it Sunday, do it all over again. Yeah, and that's, no. that's all I wanted. It's just. Yeah, and it's definitely a quirky build. I'm not going to say it's a period perfect car because when people get into that brag mode, it, it irks me, but I'll, it's my interpretation. Yeah. Of a fifties hot rod, yeah, and it's all old school parts of the era. Yep, and it's built no. to be different to everyone else. I love it. Just looking at that track nose on it from here, you know, it just it just screams, "Come over here and have a look at me." Yeah, it's an ugly little monster. <laughs> <I love it. laughs> uh, sweet as I'm sure I could put some photos of that one up on our buddy on our Instagram to uh, support this drop as well. Yes, um, so. And in the other shed, we've got a couple of couple of options too. Yeah, I've got a 47 Ford sedan. We call Bertha because it's got a fat ass. Yep. <laughs> um, that's the car that'll end up with the Willys build dream put into it. The, the pro street factor will step back a bit, but the yep. basis of my plan will be yep. put into that car. And Sun's 53 F100 yep. in there, which will be built a uh, 60 show truck vibe so custom grills and wheel spats and oh, lakes yeah. pipes etc yeah and you nearly shout out greg butler at that point for his buddy yeah, yes. take on a uh, custom truck 
Yes, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, got my daughter's 53 GMC pickup sitting there. Yep. That's going to be built of a 60s Gasser style truck. Yeah. The 454 in it. Yeah. And, Loving uh, it. We've got the, the land whale, which I'm sure everyone's heard about before, the 52 Plymouth Custom, which yep. is daughter Heidi's car. So we're full swing into that. Yeah, it's been getting a few different makeovers in the last couple of years. Yes. A few uh, tweaks and a few change-ups in the styling. Uh, yeah, in 22 years, it's had 14 different paint combinations <laughs> and um, different body mods, but this one is the this is the full-on yeah. Let's play customs. So. Yeah, no, it's wicked. And, it's, and again, not big investment, just basically slogging away, doesn't just, it? Just hours, just working out of my brain, yeah. making stuff happen. Yeah, uh, it's a bloody dark place, that brain sometimes of yours. Oh, yeah, I'd hate to lost and complicated <laughs> place. <laughs> yes, try being the one controlling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's say pull up here this morning, it's not far after nine o'clock and you're already out here, it's all happening, you, don't, you just don't slow down. That's what we do. Yeah, no, that's actually even what Brendan mentioned too yesterday in comments that I said I was going to be doing this, Brendan Christie, and he sort of mentioned that, you know, yeah, it's all gay. Hell yes. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. So, yeah, I suppose it nearly rules out seven on the dream car and the dream garage, you know. It doesn't take a shed to build a car. You're, no. You prove that, you know, you're welding bits onto that Plymouth out in the yard because you've got no room in the shed because you're building the other car in there. Yes. So, you know, I've mentioned to a couple of other people, building sheds doesn't build cars. No, also... Dream garage, I'd probably just have to say, is bigger. Bigger. <laughs> more undercover space. Yeah, but yeah, the bigger they are, the more we fill them. Yeah, and, you know, even to extend where you are and build onto that shed, it's going to take your time away from your cars. So, yeah, I'll just yep. keep going with what we've got. <laughs> the cars are more important than the shed they sit in. Yeah, no, I love it. <laughs> and now for a bloke who has a young bloke, yeah, was already sort of getting afforded opportunities. Um, what would be a few words of wisdom that you'd close off on, whether it's around building or around buddy, just relationship stuff? Or well, for me, hot rodding's it's a life passion. It's not just a a hobby for me. So I've my whole life has been involved in cars. So I would recommend to anyone that wants to get into the car scene, the hot rodding family is open and welcoming. And if you are someone that you are fortunate enough to build your own car, whether it be a hot rod, street machine, custom, could be a custom BMW. It doesn't matter. Yep. If your passion's there, don't be discarded by what other people put forward. Yeah. You'll always get the naysayers saying, you can't do, this has got to be done this way, whatever. If you've got the dream and the passion, follow it. No, love that. That's perfect. That's probably perfect enough to close off on, I reckon. Super. Um, now... Also, we've got a few fans of the Nasher here. People would have noticed in photos that uh, elaborate pinstriping that's on the boot. Um, good old mate Craig also is wonky lines pinstripe. Um, turning up at every event with your little coffin full of paints and your brushes and uh, very approachable man. So if you've got something you want on there, you don't even have to really give him an idea of what you want. Craig will find the right idea for the right car and to match the person that owns that car. So that's been a big, really big part of this for you too. Yeah, very, very passionate about, about my pinstriping. And yep. that's my take, putting that into the, the custom car world. Yep. So, yeah, very, very passionate about yeah. what I do. So yeah, I'm, and if you think you can't afford to get pinstriping on your car, you're going to be gravely mistaken when you try and pay this bloke because, you know, that passion rings right through, you know. I think I gave him buddy $70 and I think 50 of it got donated to the children's hospital. So, um, yeah, if you see Craig out and about and you see that glorious roadster, 
and uh, go and hit him up, get them brushes on the go. So, I'm always keen to get them out. Yeah, no, definitely. So, yep, wonky lines pinstripe, you'll find him. You know, look him up on Instagram, you know. And he, I'm sure you'll find Craig somewhere around Facebook as well when, he, when he's got the time to put into there and he's not playing cars. But uh... <laughs> oh, If I'm on Facebook, I'm only looking at cars. <laughs> <laughs> nah, awesome. Thanks heaps for your time, mate. Better not hold you up too much longer. I see you've got some coils to try and get off them coil overs and get the bum of this little high school hot rod sitting a bit higher. Yes, uh, it's all good. I'll get them off and yep. make the modif- modifications that I need. And Yeah. They certainly won't look like new coil overs by the time I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt at all. Full faith. Yeah. No worries, mate. Thanks for your time. No, all good. Cheers. Welcome to the Never Late Podcast, another special episode of Roaming Moses. I'm joined by Tim. How are you going, mate? Yeah, I'm good. I'm actually really good. This is my therapy. Yeah, no, I could understand that. Anyone who's been watching my spottos over the last 12 months might have seen this uh, beautiful gold Trans Am turn up every now and again. It wasn't down here until February the 29th last year, so it's when I first picked it up, mate. Drove it all the way back from Box Hill. Box Hill, bought it up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was a few on car sales, but this was the pick of the bunch. But nice just... lady sold it to me. It's, I'm only the fourth owner, so very happy about that. Yeah. So yeah. garaged all its life, so she's in pretty good nick. Steering wheel on the right-hand side, which always makes me smile, because it means no one's going to snavel it up and take it back to the States either. Uh, yeah, well, it was... Bought over here in, according to the paperwork, it was bought over here in 1980. Oh, yeah. So legally, they weren't allowed to have a left hand drive over here back then, so it got changed straight over. Yeah, well, I've sort of told people too. I saw a 68 Shelby sitting in Shannon's that was right hand drive, and that made me smile just as hard because, again, we know these cars eventually get snavelled up and taken back. So well, At least one won't, won't go back while I'm breathing. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's about it. Won't go anywhere while I'm breathing. <laughs> It's a great thing. Get that as much as you can, as you say. Therapy. Yeah, oh, it's good therapy. Just cruising, revving, pulling up under the Peel Street Bridge and giving it a bit of a tickle just to yeah. hear, that, hear that grumble. Yeah, well, my uh, 48 Nash Ambassador with its uh, Never Late 308 in it, it gets a blast under there every now and again, too. Yeah, that's one of, me, one of me cruisers go down there. I haven't had my game and take in the... Um, Target car park. I mean, it'd sound nice in there, but she's not much room in there to swing a boost. Yeah, like well, I can tell you that we've got our uh, Ballarat Road Rodders swap meet coming up in a bit of a hurry, too. Oh, yeah, I think the, it's about 10 days away or something. Someone, uh, I think Car Talk on. Um, yeah, the Car Talk shows on this one. Yeah, weekend. they got one on, yeah, down at. I just happen to know one of the organisers. Yeah, well, we have display parking at the Road Rodders Swap as well up the top, so, you know, like, and I guide people in there and keep an eye on people, so, uh, yeah. you know, it'd be nice to see it make an appearance up there. Yeah, you tell me the date and I'll be there. Yeah, no worries, I'll look it up in a minute, because, yeah, I'm a bit slow yeah. off the mark. I sit up the meeting talking crap and pick up, take up, pick up bits and pieces here and there, but I uh, get told to shut up every now and again, because <laughs> catch up with the boys once a month, it's hard not to have a yak. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Talking about things you like, it's easy to talk. Yeah, well, because I don't have any paperwork with me, because I've just bloody sprung you on the fly, we do a thing called the Never Late Eight, which gets into the person a bit more in their car life. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, let's start with, uh, what's your earliest car memory, you think? Because a lot of people, even as kids, they sort of just notice there's that point where they go, hang on, I think I like cars, or they notice things are, you know, cars are more than transport. 
What was the thing oh, that got no, you? I think it was the, the smoking the bandit movie that really fired my interest in cars and particularly this style. Before that, I mean, my father was a believer that the Germans made the best motor, made the best vehicles, made the best machines and what have you. So everything he bought was German. So, yeah, I mean, he was a, he was a Mercedes lover. He, he had a, a Daimler. I wanted me to do up. It looked like a little MG with the fold up guards and everything yeah yeah he was doing up original he yeah. said he said before he passed he said oh he said you'll end up finishing this and i said like hell i will because it won't look anything like you want to look <laughs> chrome hanging off it everywhere and big ass wheels and, <laughs> and a thumb a thumping exhaust instead of the little four cylinder uh four cylinder diesel he was putting in it it'd be all right so. to take them yeah it'd be all right to do a custom take on a few of those earlier cars that oh. don't get touched yeah the, the old ones are just yeah, they look, they look good lowered with the wheels and just the chrome all over. Yeah, them. and we say a lot of the restorer boys didn't really grow their culture like the street machine guys have. You know, like it's sort of we take the kids along on the journey, and the old resto guys just seem to. I don't know. That seems to be a dying genre. You know? I, I take my hat off to someone that wants to put it back to original, but when you got a car and you want to put your own spin on it, then yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, this is pretty much original. I, only, I haven't really had much time to do on it. Yep. Do much on it. And I've got a mate that's got a uh, 69 Camaro, and he goes, oh, yeah, as soon as that motor dies, the LS is going in. Yeah. I'm like, no, I like, I like me 403 olds. Yeah. Has he got a few other cars as well, that bloke? Uh, John has, he still has got a Mustang that's out at his place. He oh, drives yeah. a panel van. Um, oh. He's part of the muscle and chrome Oh, yeah. yeah. No, the guy pulled up with me in Ash the other day. He mentioned that he had a uh, Z28 and he also had a GT and a couple of other things. I thought it'd be odd if it was the same bloke, but. No, no, he uh, he comes from out the other side of Burrumboot and he's got he's got some nice vehicles out there, but he's. John, he, he stopped, John Green. Yeah, I know John Green. Yeah, yeah. and the, that Camaro he built himself, like, did everything, to surprised himself with what he actually achieved on that car. It's a noisy bloody thing. Yeah. It's, I reckon he's got straight through pipes on that thing. That just Calls it the Taiwanese Camaro, because the quarter panels, the guards, a whole heap of stuff that came in from overseas, you know. But no, I really you know, love, the, love what he did because, yeah, it was he one of his. some nice work on some of the HQs and that he, he patches up and just. just yeah, yeah. Real Very cool. Well, what was your first car that you were actually... My first car was, I bought an old 190 off the old band, and it was four on the tree. Yep. And that was, uh, yeah, we didn't like that, and then I ended up, I sold that back to him, and I bought an XP wagon, and my God, that car was as solid as a rock, and the 170 for suit motor in it. Yep. You put four litres in, you got four litres out. It was just... A very nice first car. And then I stepped up from that. I got an XY, just a um, standard XY Falcon. No rust. I stupidly sold that because I I wanted a Ute, so I ended up with an XW. Well, it was was nothing like the XY. Yeah, that's interesting too because as we get down to that part, we're dealing with uh, regrettable sales or missed opportunities. Even a missed opportunity. I had a mate that had rolled a EH wagon was drunk, rolled his EH wagon over in Sebas. Yep. And he was giving me a lift to work. This was before I had my licence. Uh, I was a late bloomer with my licence. Yeah. Anyway, it was a genuine phase two, and he offered to me for 9500 Yeah. 
and that's the only car I absolutely kick you myself for not taking. You'd a long car like that, wouldn't it? <laughs> Thank you. He seemed to swoop in in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, and this bloke's trying to stop me from going anywhere behind us. Oh, they do. They bloody park in a bit tight and box you in. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Maybe I set him up to get to keep you, get your time. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. I, I, look, I'd, I'd back in his car. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Cheap Jap car. <laughs> that's it. We're going to put that. Uh, we're going to put that wagon down as a uh, regrettable sale. Or we're going to put the XY down as a regrettable uh, sale. Probably the both. XY was definitely a regrettable sale. The XP. Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice car, but you know when I end up with four kids, it just doesn't suit. Yeah. Yeah. And this. So and yeah, we move on to buddy favourite car. This would be your favourite. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. I I was looking at seventy sevens when I first started looking. Yep. And then I realised it wasn't just the nose; it was it was the shape. The bloke that helped me look for this had already. He's one of those buy and sell cars. You know, he buys it and then somebody offers him twenty thousand more than what he paid for it, and he'll flog it just like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, nah, I don't care how much they offer me this thing. Unless it's got a poor sale sign it, don't make an offer. Yeah, oh, geez, I know that one. I took me Nash driving the other New Year's Eve because the bloke doesn't drink like he used to, you know, and I had friends in it were out on these dirt roads because my thing's all bloody patinaed and chipped up. You'll see it getting around, but I couldn't count the stone chips we added to it. You know, you wouldn't notice yeah. them, but bloody, you know, just fully up it all these bloody back dirt roads and just living the dream I said to the most they could offer me a million about now and I just would not sell that car you know I don't care don't care enough about money but yeah there's certain things in life you get to a point and you just go it's worth more the, look the driving back from uh, Box Hill me and the son drove it back yeah and he was proud as punch we stopped in at Macca's somewhere along New Milway and he par- double parked across two two lanes he goes no arsehole's parking next to my inheritance. <laughs> that is his exact word. Yeah, no, no, love that. Yeah, we bring the kids through the culture, as I say, you know. Oh, it's... yeah, he loves it. He, it's, uh, and he says to me about, he, he suffers with anxiety, and I said to him, I said, this is my therapy. This is, you know, when I feel I have to get out. I mean, these people pay 90-day 90 90 day permits and yeah. hardly get their cars out. It's just like... You're just hiding it. It's... Yeah, and that and that I always touch on too. It grows our culture to be out driving our cars so they get seen, sharing our stories. It just gets seen. Yeah, well, people will, you know, people will one day get a piece of paper in their mailbox. Do you want old cars on the road, yes or no? And someone will go, hang on, that bloody gold Trans Am or the Chris has got that Nash or, you know, those, people. Those old Mustangs and yeah. seen all these new little, what do they call them? Hybrids and electric cars. Yeah, and if uh, money was no object, so what would you actually, what would you own, or are you just, you know, more than content? Because we're saying money doesn't matter much as if long as you've got the stuff. If money wasn't life. an object, I'd reckon I'd have, nearly have a car for every day of the week because I like the Corvettes. Yep. Chevy Chevelles. Oh, I... The old 69 Boss Mustangs. Yep. Look, I'm yeah. a lover of certain certain styles of cars more so than but you know whether more so than the make and the model you know yeah look there are some very nice look my wife likes the new mustangs and she said to me she's disappointed that i didn't buy a 77 black gold trans am she said i thought that was your dream and i said i thought it was too but then when when i mean this other guy because she said i had this guy helping her help me look for it because 
She said you'd just buy the first one you see with a Strand Am sticker on it. She's yeah. probably right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this bloke, because he knew what to look for, he was looking at stuff and he said, the first one we looked at, he goes, no. Nah. He said you'd spend way too much on it for what he wants. So, yeah. You know, anyway, he said, what, what are you looking for? I said, well, it's got to have this body shape and it's got to have the shaker. Yeah. Got to have the shaker. Yeah, it's got to have the shaker. Got to have the roof because there's one rolling around town that doesn't have the roof. No, I the, the roof was a bonus. Like a lot of people don't like t tops. Yeah. They, once they start liking, they're hard to stop. But driving around with the t tops. So if I drove back from Geelong, uh, weekend after Christmas. Yeah. And I had the t tops off. I had to put a hat on though because yeah, oh hairs a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I only drove it once without two tops. I come back, my face was burnt, my head was burnt. <laughs> so after that, it was like throw the Jack Daniels out in the back and just cruise, yeah. Perfect. And so, yeah, we were talking before about events. Is the Car Talk Car Show coming up? Is that the sort of event that you like? A bit of a cars and coffee every I'm now not, and again? Or you I not... didn't buy this to show off. I bought this. <laughs> like I said, this is my therapy. Yeah. I, look, it, it, it's nice to see people look at it and go, oh, that looks Awesome, you know, there's it, sort of a proud moment there when people say that, but it's it's not. I didn't buy it to go down and say, Oh, yeah, look at this because you get these ones that are diehard people, and I'm going, Oh, yeah, you got a stone chip there, and yeah, dent there, and dent there. <laughs> yeah, I put that dent there, that stone chip, no, yeah. that wasn't it when I got it, yeah, that no. like this. It's not somebody asked me if it was all original, I said, No, it's not all original. Uh, it didn't come with the snowflakes on it, it had. When I bought it, it had chrome Craigers on it, and I reckon the woman had been washing it and put it back in the garage, and the rust was set in the edge of the rim. Yeah. So I got rid of those. Actually, John Green's got those. Oh, yeah. The Yoka home is 245, 245 Yoki's on it, and they were as hard as the hobs as hell. You couldn't drive it in the wet because it just there was no traction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I spoke to her, she said, oh, yeah, I, I never changed the tyres. Now, we drove them back, and I reckon they had 80% on them when I got it. Yeah. And she never changed the tyres in the 12 years she yeah, had Jesus, she never got it out. And then I put these uh, torque thrusters on it. I changed the front down because uh, <laughs> the edge of the tyre was actually just visible. But then I put two, two seven fives on the back. Yep. And now I've got the same problem on the back. Yeah, no, nah, this does looks nasty. It yeah. needs to be it needs to be dropped a bit, but it's bright and nice. Yeah. Um, so there were a couple of things got changed. The bloke had it Trans Am embroidered into the seat covers, which yeah. wasn't a standard. I see that on there. And the bonnet that is a Frank Lee custom eagle airbrushed on. Oh yeah, right. They usually have the big sticker on it. And yeah. You lack it over the top of it. When I bought it, that was already on it. I spoke to a bloke from one of those car talk shows. He, uh, car talk, when they had it down at um, oh, car park next to office works. Yeah, yeah. He said right. he recognised the car because it was, there's a sticker on the back. I think it's the one at the Indian head on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was been in that. The first two people, owners, were both in the Pontiac Car Club. And he said the second bloke was a younger bloke, and he said one one year had just turned up, had the eagle on the bonnet, and and these embroidered in it. So he's put his little bit of a put his little touch. Yeah, he, on it. he changed things the way he liked it. So I think the eagle makes mine a little more unique than anybody else's. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I love it. 
but if you look up Frank Lee, he, he done some very nice pictures and you know the sort of pictures they used to put on panel. Yeah, yeah, love women. that culture. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of them guys. And I'm, I'm like, he puts an eagle on mine. And he's done, somebody said to me, he said, yeah, if you had a half-naked woman on there, you'd end up crushing a car. <laughs> and I said, well, that's probably a good point, so I'll just be happy with the eagles. Yeah, well, we're shouting out those vans too because, you know, the world can't be full of bloody pretend sandmans either. You know? yeah. It's good to see the bloody custom guys that get a big, get a big mansion. There used to be an EH or an EJ panel van that was up. You must have worked at Franklin's or something. Dark brown, and he had... Like um, Iron Maiden pictures on yeah. it. it looked absolutely amazing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I like that. That's yeah, and some of the custom paints. I come up, I grew up through the the panel van culture, and I love the panel vans. You know the ones. Yeah. To me, out and I got offered a uh, HQ 350 Chevy. The bloke rocked up. I was selling something, and he said, "Oh, do you want to buy me panel van?" But one. One kid born and one on the way. I was just not in a financial position with yeah. that sort of thing, but it was a very nice panel van. Yeah. And then another mate had a HQ with a 308. Yeah. Fully decked out back. He said, oh, yeah, it's, he, he was starting a family, and he said, panel vans aren't family cars. No. Unless you're starting a family. He said, <laughs> good place to start a yeah. family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get, the, get the girl and then, yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. I know a few boys that do made mini trucks and then had to kind of sell them because now you can't put a baby seat in the back of a mini truck. You know, they've had to sort of stretch themselves into a different bloody genre. But yeah, yeah no. Yeah, if we had to. Cars ra- are for purposes, aren't they? Yeah. But if we had to round up uh, Tim the bloke in relation to a few words of wisdom or some lessons you've learned along the way, whether it's about cars or life in general. My life is if you've got a dream, hold on to it because. I had money for this car in 1983. I've been wanting this car since about 1980. I've only just recently got it. It took me near 40 years to actually get it, but yeah. it come true. Yeah. So if you've got a dream, hold, hold on, on to it. Yeah, that's it. And if you can achieve it a bit earlier, then get into it a bit earlier. But otherwise, things just happen when they're meant to happen. Yeah. Look, I. what caused me not to... Not to follow me, dream at that stage was um, a family starting. Yeah, no, that's it. Plenty of blokes like that. Priority, but... Priorities took place, so. And um, this thing uh, keeps you smiling, keeps everyone you drive past smiling, keeps you feeling young. Yeah. Oh, look, oh, I had a mate. He was having a bit of a anxiety attack, so I took him for a bit of a spinner, and he goes. Oh, there's this woman. We drove past Target. And he goes, this woman, her jaw nearly dropped. And I'm going, yeah, what, that you were in my car? <laughs> we had a little bit of a joke about it. I sort of, yeah. Yeah. It calmed down a bit, but it is it is good therapy. Nah, definitely. I think there's plenty of people that listen to our podcast that can totally t- attest to that as well. Well, even the lady that I bought her off, she said she was, like, not uh, an obese woman, but she was of a bigger frame, should I say. Not calling her. No, no. Words, yep. She said when she used to go down and fill up the Land Cruisers, she said, nobody wanted to speak to a big a lady of her. She said she pulled up and to fill it up, and she said everybody wanted to talk. I struggled to get out of the doors as people are gathering around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it does, it does draw a bit of attention, but when I'm out cruising on the highway, it's just me in the car, and it's very know. hard not to give it that little bit of a tickle, especially when something comes up. I thought, yeah, yeah, you... 
you've got no guts, and you're like, right, yeah, yeah, a bit of flex on this 6.6 and let you know what can happen. Yeah. Yeah, no, I found it too, even with lockdowns, you see blokes walking around the lake with the missus, and you're thinking, geez, it's been a long time since that bloke's taken a walk. But, you know, when you drive around in your car, all of a sudden they stop and they look and they smile, and, you know. Yeah, all the, all, the, all the woman's nudging go, look at that. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah no, too right. They love that I've grabbed you out the front of the bloody fruit shack and managed to find a bit of time with you. That's awesome, Tim. No worries. Thanks, Eves, mate. We'll definitely be seeing you around. We'll catch yeah, you well, up more I'll often. Yeah, check out this podcast. Yeah, no, definitely, mate. Thanks so much. Okay, Moses here, sitting down with uh, young Brenny C. How are you going today, mate? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, to the uninitiated who didn't perhaps swap swap over from the thong slappers to follow the Never Lake. Yeah, that's uh, it. I remember you being shouted out by the boys at one stage. Do you want to run us through that bit? Do you remember that? When Red called your name out? Oh, probably not remember. No, no, I only heard it the other day. I was flashing back on some episodes, but I yep. think they pulled a, put a bit of a call out for some cars, you know, send us in your cars. and. Oh, yeah, that's right. Send in yep. a message, but... Uh, yeah, I think Bren NYC, they were thinking maybe New York City, but no, nah, Brenny. Yeah. Yep, no, that's right. Yeah, because I think Red was a fan of the tea, that's for sure. Yeah, no, nah, a lot of people like it. Yeah, but no, nah, it's been good. You've been on board for us all the way. Enjoy listening to our show and, you know. Yeah, no, nah, it's, so. it's a good good way to get through work. Yeah. I just played it with them in the truck or something. So I, I don't think good. I was even listening to podcasts before you kind of told me what they were. I think you nearly got me started off anyway. You know, when yep. I realised there was car-related shit I could be listening to rather than listening to the ABC radio. So, no, much appreciated. Are you all right? Yeah, well, we reckon we'll run you through this Never Late Eight questions while your two lovely girls are a bit consumed with eating their dinner. Yeah, that's all right. No worries. We could get an interruption or two. It wouldn't phase me either, so. Yeah, just, no, uh, no worries, and that's all right. Yeah, well, do you want to take me back to, I know that you come from a pretty staunch car family, but do you want to take me back to your first car memory yourself? Yeah, yeah. well, my first car-related memory, well, growing up, um, we were in the Macedon Rangers Car Club, yep. um, who run Hanging Rock. Mum used to have a daily driver, which was a 62 Ford Compact. Yeah. And used to go in that everywhere, and I thought it was pretty awesome, like, because no one else really had something like that. Yeah, that's no, a very but, um, awesome lane. And then probably the other one would be going to Bright with my grandpa and my nan yeah. in, the, in his 55 mainline. Yeah. Which he still has, and he still drives it all the time. So, yeah, it's pretty so, neat, special car. Yeah, I'm guessing then you probably can't remember a time where there wasn't a cool car involved in the no, family. No, always had something. No, that's awesome. Yep. Love it. Uh, well, let's uh, go to what What was your first car? And, again, we always tie this back to it. It doesn't have to be the first one you were driving. It could you know, come back yep. prior to that. Or Okay, well, my first car is a bit of a special one. Yep. It was an XB Coupe yep. when I was 10. Yep. So... <laughs> Dad picked it up through someone he knew, I think, for a slab of beer. Yeah. Um, and then my whole family learned how to drive it in the paddock and used to thrash it and just, you know, do donuts. And that was yeah. the first car. And I actually put it away in storage for a few years. And then it turned out that XB Coupes, you know, they went through the roof. Never late crew. So, that's yeah, that's amazing. my XB Coupe. I had it for a long time and, yep. yeah, I sold it. But that's okay. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, we go on to number three. We're moving along all right. But um, what's the favourite car you've owned? Now, I know I had to walk past a pretty special one to get to the door. But, yep. you know, there might have been something I missed. Maybe you'd had something before I actually met you or... No, nah, well... Of all the things you've had. 
I've had a few cars like buying, selling, and all that, but the favorite car I've ever owned is my XB station wagon. Love um, it. And I've had that oh, it's 14 years now, yeah. and I drove it every day for 10 before I, it started to get too rusty yeah. and pulled it off the road. But I've still got it and I'm still holding it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And yep. Yeah, definitely remember you driving it's... that. And yeah, pretty excited to see its return. But you're yeah, fully up that one at the moment. We could probably diverge into that, but. Yeah. Got new quarters going on it. And yeah, well, Dad's got a lot of different car parts. He, he's had, he's a bit of a collector, so he's always got one of everything. Yeah, well, people who listen to Craig Issel's and, um, story too might remember Craig talking about a certain guy who threw him the keys to an F100 at a rod run that yeah, kind of started him on his journey, it. but that's your old boy. Yeah, no, he's still got that 56. Yeah. He's still working on it, but yeah. <laughs> And yeah, anyone that knows you knows you're occasionally wandering around, you know, even from the time your girls were real little, you'd have one on each hip or one strapped onto you and one in a pusher or, yeah. you know, but it's been great because the girls love cars too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They get a bit annoyed. Sometimes I try and trick them into coming to a car show and then they're like, it's a car show. <laughs> so, you know, picky battles. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, so no, your old boy had a fair few bits and pieces, so that yeah, was well, the place to. That that the was wagon. the thing with the wagon. Dad's got every tool in the world, and he's got all the knowledge and skills. So the best thing is to have that car at his house and work on it when when the time's available. Yeah, when when I've got the time, and when he's got the time, and he actually pulled out of his storage collection a brand new old stock quarter panel for an XB wagon. Yeah, which had the same side that my LPG was on, so. Yeah, totally getting rid of the LPG because you can't get it anywhere. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's swapped taking that off, putting a brand new quarter panel with no rust. No, you've been sending it's me the be, photos on that too. I can oh, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Long time to go, but you know, oh well. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, and no, I'll try not to reveal the actual plan and the end game because it just yeah. got me a bit excited. Pretty special, but it's uh, going to be a special thing for sure. Yeah, I want to sort of put it back to being daily again. Yeah, because yeah. it made me happy every yeah. time. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, well, let's um, let's bring your happiness down a level because you reckon you might have a bit of a shit story you can share with me around a regretful sale or a missed yeah, opportunity. Yeah, well, I was thinking about this and I didn't think I'd I'd regretted anything I'd ever sold because it would it was always for a certain reason that you'd sell it. Yeah, three Valiant Chargers that I sold to buy my um, Falcon. Yeah, which I don't really regret that. But then I was thinking, my grandpa offered me a 32 Ford Roadster. And you know what I said? I said, oh, nah. <laughs> nah. It was in pieces and I was like, oh, nah. Nah, nah you know, right. I kind of regret that a little bit. But, yeah. you know, that's that's a pretty funny one, I reckon. There's still 32 Roadster. <laughs> nah, oh, right. nah. It was hanging up in the shed for years. You yeah. know, and I was just like... Yeah, no, we're going to get back, get onto a bit of a journey between you and your grandpa pretty soon anyway, but uh, yeah. no, that's a really good one. Yeah, if we're going to an event, what are we going to? What sort of things do you enjoy? Probably the best event I would have to say would be Cars and Coffee yeah. in Ballarat. Yeah. Just because it shows how active the town is yeah. with relation to, you know, car culture. and Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you see a real diverse collection so things you wouldn't really think you would see you you see one you know that's i think that's pretty cool with that and i can't really sit at your place without remembering that certain time when this guy didn't have his car on the road you know you threw me the keys to your way to the other wagon yeah when you took the two you know the two pickup down there you know but no well that's the thing 
it's just a car. So if someone needs to borrow it, you just go, oh, we'll use mine. It's fine. Yeah, well, we'll get into that down at number. Yeah, well, we're going into number six. So we yeah. might as well talk about that one too. I'll kind of intro this because I remember when our rod run was coming up and you really wanted your car to be part of our rod run, but you knew you were going to have those lovely daughters on board with you. So you couldn't exactly drive that car and threw me the keys and I drove it in rain, hail, thunder. And everything, there's some cool photos of this guy absolutely drowned trying to put a tarp on it when yeah. it was all too late. But you and I kind of cared at about the same level about that. That's just what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a car. Yeah, so let's go current cars. Yeah. Let's maybe oh, get, well. get that one involved and tell the, us about um, that little pickup, mate. Yeah, well, I've got a Model T uh, roads to pick up. Um, and we started that with my grandpa when, when I was 10. So we saw the body at a swap meet and then... He decided that he wanted to teach me some skills and, you know, we sort of just went one piece at a time, one weekend at a time until it sort of formed a half a car and then we sort of hit a barrier with it and we shipped it off to get all the fabrication done. But it's a pretty neat car. Like, yeah. I've had lots of little issues with it. Yeah. I've had more than enough. Who did the fab work on it initially um, before you guys could then go and start putting... Yeah, well, Gerald Clancy, he was on your podcast not that long yeah, ago, yeah. but he Gerald. did the chassis fabrication and got it all sitting properly and yeah you know rolling and then we sort of did the body together my grandpa and i and then I sort of hit a break with it and then shannon cato he he's got a model a roads to pick up and he stepped in and sort of tidied all the loose ends that we sort of couldn't wrap our heads around yeah. you know because we were a little bit unskilled in that way but yeah. if it wasn't for him it wouldn't have really moved forward so i'm really yeah, you know, grateful for that. No, Shannon, really well too. Yeah, know, dear friend. Do you want the other one? No, that's all right because yeah. I reckon we haven't finished with this bloody tea pickup yet. Oh. So what's it running? Oh, it's got a <laughs> it's a two liter Escort yeah. with a four speed. This so guy, this guy might have been responsible for an engine swap at yeah. one stage after a bit of a borrow. Oh look, I, I lent the car to Chris and um, <laughs> the motor sort of blew up after that. But he drove it home and that's all right. Like. Yeah. It's just a car. It was going to blow up. It was going to blow yeah, up. Yeah, by so the time cares? I was looking at it, there was oil everywhere pouring off the bloody yeah. chassis rails and all. Tried taking it for a drive, and after I made it to Wallace, which is probably like 15 kilometres away, yeah, 15. which, you know, oh, well, doesn't matter. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but it's, so... a, it's a really neat car. Like, I, I don't really get the opportunity to use it much because it's not really family-friendly, but yeah. it's a good one to drive to work. I love the and way when it you, drives. when you drive it in the rain... It's like you get rain behind your eyeballs, like it, because the the windscreen's too low for your head, yeah. and there's no roof, because like, yeah, old mate Jim, I don't know. Oh my, Jim Moore, bloody shared that experience with me. Yeah, just, but I mean, we're, I'm flicking rain off the glasses, and you know, people are bloody shaking their heads in disbelief, and we were smiling that hard. I was nearly getting a mouthful of water driving along as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's pretty pretty moist when you drive it in the in the <laughs> in the you know yeah. in the rain. But anyway, well, now that you've battled the council and you've got all your approvals across, and you can finally start towards building your dream garage, we don't have you know yeah. we've got that down there at seven. But uh, what are you? What what are the rest of the current cars, mate? We're not oh, yeah. quite there yet. So we've mentioned the uh, mentioned the XB wagon. We've covered the T pickup. So yeah. so I've got a '63 Falcon Squire, which yeah. is. Is the the woody version of an XL Falcon? Yeah. And growing up, like if you ever if you ever had a dream car, that was the one. So 
you kind of landed you kicked your childhood dream when yeah you so it wasn't one. i never like wanted a porsche or a ferrari or something i always wanted a falcon squire yeah like well, before linking back to compacts and those sort of things yep. you know it's in the dna i guess now they're pretty special and there's not many of them around anymore yeah um but i bought that one 12 years ago now uh, just on ebay and i've had it ever since and we just use it for driving around the kids and yeah, well, that was the one I took. Yeah, that was the one I steered up the cars and coffee that day. And yeah, yeah that's a, it. She's a nice rig. Got the stickers on it. Got the buddy. Got the Venetians on it. Yeah, no, I'll have to pop some pictures of it, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, not, no, not many around. Definitely a cool thing. Gathering a bit of dust at the minute under the carport, waiting for a shed. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Any other? Um, so I suppose we could go on now. You got a dream car. You got something that you'd mm. really, you know, we. We normally even rule money out of this equation yep. if there was something that you really would tick all those boxes. Yeah, I, I have thought about this question about the dream car. Yeah. And I actually don't have any dream cars. No. Because I peaked when I was 21 and I just bought, I already had the Hot Rod, which was yep. the kid dream car. And then I had the Falcon Squire, which was the other one. And yeah, then that so, was it. No, I'm done. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. Because, yeah, I mean, if I, if I had one dream, you know, it's probably still to get my ass into some kind of roadster. So yep. I can understand that. And after driving yours, I mean, it's the closest thing you can drive to a bloody billy cart with an engine in the Yeah, direction. well, if you, when I have been driving the hot rod and it sort of has this funny sort of steering where it, it goes like, oh, you wanted me to drive into a tree, did you? Oh, you know, and so you have to like fight it the whole way. Like it's, you really have to drive it. Yeah. And if you hit a bump in it, the back wheels bounce off the ground. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. it's a hectic drive. And if you're driving it in the wet, in the wet, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mustn't have been going hard enough. Yep. Uh, well, there you go. For a bloke who carries himself pretty well and goes all right and, you know, wanders around with his granddad and living the dream, yeah. any words of wisdom just to get people through life who might be, you know? Because oh. I know you listen to our podcast, so you probably know the kind of things people reach for. But Yeah. I don't know. I probably, the only thing I would say is hang out with your family. Yeah. Um, learn from people that are that you know that can teach you things and you know my grandpa he's taught me a lot and dad even still teach teaches me new things every time i go down the there to work on my car so yeah. you know again, you're hang just, out with your family that's yeah. that's what i reckon and again you know ask winnie before she reckons you know favorite car of dad's would be the falcon you know i guess yep. we're talking about the squire yeah they, they do I mean, and again, you're, yeah, you're taking your kids along as well. I mean, the girls will remember that. Someone will be sitting down interviewing them on a podcast one day. What's your first childhood <laughs> yeah. memory? You know, probably sitting on yeah. Dad's lap when the T-model's coming in there to the shed. Or... Yeah, well, they're not actually allowed to go in the hot rod. Yeah. But sometimes when the weather's really nice and you go, well, let's just go to the park. So we just take the hot rod to the park, you know. That yeah, works fine. That's, it, that's, that's like the whole point of the whole car, really. So, yeah. you know. No. Love it. Absolutely love it, Brendan. Oh, well, well, thanks for having thanks me. Thanks for your time, mate. Yeah, a bit of a handshake yeah. for those that are playing at home and can't quite see it. Okay, uh, welcome back to the Mazda <laughs> Daily Studio. <laughs> the recording studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, again, a few little insights into a few of our followers. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. We'll, uh, we'll get a few more people doing it. I'm still sort of a bit gobsmacked by meeting uh, Greg with the 55 with the six-cylinder in it on the weekend. The fact that he doesn't follow us on any socials. The fact that he just, you know, heard, he heard this guy's voice. and Heard the voice. I know that voice. Oh, that bloody podcast. The unmistakable Moses McCready. Yeah, but just when we think we've got everyone grouped in some kind <laughs> of banner, be it Instagram or, you know, a bit of Facebook following, it turns out that some people... 
just listen to podcasts. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. I don't blame people for staying away from social media, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. It can definitely take its toll. The last yeah. three, two and a half years have proven that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> no. So uh, next month will be uh, April um, April Street Machine. Yeah, we'd already have it in our hands now, really. Yeah. Well, Except we're sort of recording ahead of time. But, yeah, we should know. have it in a couple of days. Anyway, yeah. I've seen a few pictures around the... Um, Around the Instagram with the cover. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, I have seen the cover. Oh, lucky, yeah, it's lucky we've test lost some a certain, sensibilities. Lucky we've lost a certain follower because, uh, geez, it's not going to go down well with no, him. No, he'd already pulled out of his subscription too, though. So, Barra yeah. on the front cover. Barra on the front yeah. cover of a car I might have give a special mention to not so long ago. We're not uh, we're not digressing, but uh, just just thought it was funny. Yeah, I love saying observation. I love saying those things too. Like you know, I'll shout out that patrol as me Moses pick for that magazine. All of a sudden, Street Machine to dump and a little feature on it online and stuff. You know, sort of every now and again, I feel like I'm doing the right things. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at this stage, we're still we've still got Dave Gilfoy locked in. Um, hopefully, you never know in this climate. You, someone could get sick or something and have to pull the pin. But at this stage, we're uh, we're looking good uh, for the April mag review and get a bit of an insight into his uh huge car history so that'll be that'll be a good chat yeah you know that'll be, Might good. be a bit longer than usual i noticed yes. the new toys up for sale today too oh so. is it yeah, yeah Already? They, don't, they don't rest long mate everyone <laughs> wants an eight second vm track him down oh, <laughs> and i was going to apologize on the intro too for this the audio on uh, the tim interview because i still haven't heard it back to know how, how it came up but that was the one where i couldn't stop turning my head in the car People right. talking to us through the windows and stuff. But anyway, yeah. we'll, uh, we'll see you. Uh, well, we'll, you'll hear us in a couple more weeks. Yeah, love you guys. See ya. Chat soon. Mm-hmm.